What's going on, everybody? This is season two, episode six of Keys in D Minor. Key and I are joined today by local Sacramento artist Yums Awkward. We're going to talk to him about his music, his journey from North Carolina to Sac, and all that. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hey, yo, before we get this started, um, since I'm a big support of two young black men doing their thing, I brought y'all a gift. Oh man! Oh wow! <laughs> this is the second time this has happened on Keys and D. Uh-huh. Hey, I appreciate. Oh, and this a hat too. Oh man, the trucker hat. Let's I need. I, oh, I needed one these, of these. I've been needing another one for things. a cool minute. Ooh. They swayed. Show it to the camera, bro. Do great things. Do great things. You know they Young's know. Awkward. You know they a Young's awkward hat because they got a little bit of weed on them. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna switch this out right after the show. Yeah, oh, for sure. See how it fit. We all gonna throw that on. Well, we appreciate you coming on. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, the glad first to have thing, a guest. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I kind of wanted to get into is how this even came about in the first place. So, I was at Harlow's for a um I was at Harlow's for a show, and did you open up or were you just or were you there with the openers? Uh, my managers were opening up. Shout out Space and Bay God. Uh, those are my music managers for the label that I'm on. Shout out Bedroom Trap, and they were opening up and they just brought me along with them. Yeah, and that was about that was like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. And then ran into you. I'm like, hey, I got this music hey, pod. Before I ran into you, your friend literally walked up to me after I got off stage <laughs> and was like, hey, yo, you do podcasts? And I was like, yeah. He was like, my friends have a podcast. Here's your, their card. You should contact them. And I was like, bro, I'm going to hit them right after the show. And, and then, then you, I appeared out of walked the air. in. And I was like, hey, yo, I know you. I just <laughs> yeah. watched your podcast on my phone. And I was like, yo, your friend just told me about you. That's exactly. Dope. It that was, was dope. That was it was hella Odin. natural, hella like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dog Odin? Yeah, Odin was, put, Odin yeah. was putting in the good work before I even got there. <laughs> See, what, what happened was I was late. You know, so I hate that I missed your managers, but oh, I, I chopped them up too. They'll probably be on the pod soon too. But I ran into you. Uh, I guess my reputation preceded me, thanks to Odin. Oh, and then from there, we kind of just made sure that this happened. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit then about something that you had said to me. I was like, oh, okay, you want to be on a podcast? That's cool. Like, so what type of music you make? You a rapper? And you kind of he kind of turned his face at me, Key, a little bit. He was like. He's like, I'm not just no rapper. He's like, he, he was on that. He was on that. I'm not a rapper. I'm an artist. Right. So uh, I, I hate kinda, saying that. So I would, <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, because and I know that's been that's been a thing because we talked about Lil Yachty's album on the last episode and how he kind of took a pivot to a more alt and rock type of album. Love it. Yeah. Right. And so that's a uh, that's kind of a hot topic right now. Is just like you know because people will say, oh well, you know, rapping is art, which I agree with. I'm on that side of the table, and I'm sure you are too. Yeah. But it's I guess. Poetry. I guess I w- more so wanted to ask you, how would you categorize your music? What type of musician would you say you are? How would you describe it to us? Explain it to us like we five. See, the thing about me is I don't want a category. You feel me? My thing is, is I want to be able to make all type of music. I want people to look at my catalog and be like, this nigga did opera? Like, <laughs> shit like that. Right. Like, music to me is everything. Every type of music to me blends. The thing I love about rap music, it is the only catalog. It is the only catalog of music that blends every other type of music together to make a song. 
what do you hear in rap, bro? You you can hear violins. Yeah. You can hear people singing country. You can hear people putting different languages in, just throwing little sprinkles of things. And that's what I like about being a rapper. But being a rapper has branched me off to wanting to be like an artist. Like, I want to make music. I want to be the things that people sample. Instead of, like, making samples and using samples to make other music, I want to be the person that sampled. Yeah. And I feel like... Being an artist is all about exploring yourself with, cause like the instrument that I play is my vocals, my voice. So yeah. I explore my voice. I explore what I can do in everything. I study shit and then I just work on it right after I study it. I do all types of music. If you look at my catalog that's unreleased, you will find so much in there that's like different from the next. I don't ever try to do the same thing unless it's like in the structure of an album. And even my albums don't sound the same. So, right. I like that. That's, that's me. <laughs> you don't want to be like <clears throat> boxed in as like you know. You don't want to just be labeled as no rapper, yeah. and that's what I mess with. Um, so like, kind of talk about like, like your artistry. Like you just you know kind of alluded to, um, you know, some of your unreleased music. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I got this rock album that I just finished with Ooh. my uh, my boy Ayo Jazz. Okay. He done made all the hands-on jazz. He made all of the uh, beats for it in productions. Uh, we just been walk working on like alternate rock music. I've been studying like early two thousands. Like, like that. for a while, I was really just listening to early two thousands music. Like I was listening to hella Paramore, mm -hmm. hella uh, ACDC, which is not early two thousands, but right. that's when I discovered mm -hmm. them. Hella like just real um, vocalist pop rock music early 2000s rock music real grunge punk rock music and then i was also listening to an artist named kenny mason yeah who if you are familiar if you're not familiar with kenny mason the way i met that dude is through um and i think it's this song called metal wings and it was like a a heavy bass punk rap and i was like i love this this is crazy i <laughs> want to gonna do, be the whole album i, I want to do this <laughs> I want to do this. And then I started doing it. And then my friends, uh, my friend Alexander, he does this music called uh, Sif Punk Rock. Mm -hmm. And it's hella fire. Hella fire. Like the beats for it is amazing. It's, it's crazy. So they really got me into doing that. And, you know, it just went from there to just shooting off to hella stuff that I got, yo. I done made this real. You ever uh, watched Idlewild? Yeah, yeah. The See, one with Outcast. I like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> In that movie, there is this song that Andre 3000 sings called uh, Chronometrophobia. Mm -hmm. I made a whole, like, just adaption remix of Chronometrophobia. And I'll play it for y'all after so y'all okay. can hear it. But it, it's not something that I'll probably release, but it helped me train my voice to make things that I want to make. And it's like, that. Oh man, just the unreleased music that I have really structures for what I'm gonna like release this year and the year next and the year next. Like one day my music is gonna be totally unrecognizable to what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I cannot wait for that turn. Just like that, that musical evolution. Facts. Right. Evolution is everything. And so I'm then, trying to evolve like Pokemon with this. <laughs> <laughs> so then let's talk about that then. So so you you know, you kind of projected into where you wanna be in the future and how different you wanna be from today. But you feel me? 
we kind of all just met you. So where so where are you today compared to where you've been musically? Kind of give us your musical journey. I mean, today, I guess if you listen to my music now or the ones that's released, um, I I tell a story in my music for real. I think if you listen to my music, you will hear like I'm I'm not from Sacramento. I'm from Hickory, North Carolina. I moved okay. to Sacramento about four or five years ago when I got uh, signed to my label. They flew me out here. When I moved to Sacramento, I got to study the style of music that is made out here in the Bay and in L.A. Yeah. California music on its own was something that just, I don't know, bro. It hit my soul on, yeah. on some real shit, bro. Yeah. Like, because I always looked at California as this big place in from where I'm from. I'm from a small city. So California to me, Sacramento to me, L.A. to me, San Francisco to me, that's movie scenes. Yeah. That's movies. That's all I've seen it in. I ain't never been there. I didn't even know it really existed. <laughs> in my head, from where I'm from, this is in a movie. So coming out here and actually experiencing this movie, this movie-like thing to me in real life, bruh, switched my music up completely. Yeah, so you're going off a script right now. For, pretty much. <laughs> right now, bro, like I've been studying. Like The first thing that uh, my managers taught me when I got here was to study popular music try to make something like that, and then try to make something yourself with using that structure. Yeah. Because that's what labels do. You feel me? Moving out here to California, the most popular music at the time was, you know, hyphy music when yeah. I moved out here. It's still popular, but hyphy music was the thing. So I started making hyphy music. And it just something about hyphy music is like hella energetic for me. Like I can say what I want to say with also being in a club standpoint. Because think about me, bro, I make such different type music. I don't, my music don't fit in no clubs. My music don't fit in a party. I have just now learned how to make that type of music in a way that's fun for me, you know? So I think my present music, my present day, um, what I make right now, it's just smooth California hyphy music, smoke music, party music for right now, but it still has like a message in it. Yeah. Like if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, he just said something for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You sneaking, oh, you sneaking through some vegetables with a dessert. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You, you feel me? Like you listen, cake, you yeah. turned up and everything, and then I say some real shit. You like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, over here prophesying, and that's why I had me. I was listening. I think it was the basics. Like you know, fuck with the beat. Beat is real nice. But you were saying some real shit in there. Oh god. <clears throat> so that's what I like about uh, you know the music that I was just listening to your uh, your last album. Um, it had a lot of, you know, like you were saying, the party type music, but like, you know, you sneak in a little, you know, little message in there. I'm like, oh, let me rewind that real quick. Like, that's the type of music I like where it makes me rewind it. Like, hold up. What did he just say? Run that back. Run that back. <laughs> so let's talk about that because I think me and Key, so I, I dabbled in some of your singles from, you know, past years but i think me and key both made sure to listen to your album do great things or is it an album we always got to ask because yeah it's a project get real particular to me it's an album okay but the label wants me to call it an ep so okay so yo ep do great things eight songs 23 minutes fire we love it talk to us about it though i want to hear about Man. your process of because it came out last summer right yep and so do great things uh dropped last summer and that's four years worth of work okay that's okay. music that i've made since i got here to now which is exactly that's that's kind of exactly where i was going right so mm. you they put you straight on the plane from north carolina 
You got you got to say you got to say bye to <laughs> bye to the family, bye to the south, go to the yeah, go to movie quick. land. Yeah, I said it in a week. Yeah. As soon as they told me, hey, we're going to put you on this plane in a week's mm-hmm. time, I was like, bye. So I'm there. So I'm straight to Hollywood. I'm straight to the movies. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was made from the time that I got here to the to the time that it released. And do great things for me. It's just about one thing that I said, if I ever got the opportunity to live my dream, I'm not letting up. Yeah. No matter what. No matter how hard it gets. No matter how much I struggle. No matter how down I am. If I get a chance to live my dream, I'm going to do great forever. And, you know, my cut, my god sister uh, posted on Facebook, I think, like, two, three years back, she posted on Facebook, and she was like, my brother's doing great things. And ever since then, I was like, that's the name. I right. like that. That's the name. I like that. So, and then ever since, bro, I've just been holding that essence of, like, everything I'm going to do, if I'm going to do it, it's gonna be great. Yep. Everything. Everybody that come around me, if they around me, they have no choice but to be great. Now that doesn't mean you gotta come around me and already be great. But once you get here, your greatness starts here. You feel me? So do great things is literally a soundtrack for your greatness. That's what I'm. Whenever I succeed at something, I'll go back and listen to my own shit. Hey. Because <laughs> hey, look, man, I just booked Kush Stock the other day. Kushstock is this big cannabis festival in L.A. I was supposed to, I got a, uh, I think a year back, I got nominated for Artist of the Year at Kushstock, but I wasn't able to go because it was so expensive to go. And then it was like $2,000 to perform. But they invited me to be there this year. I get to be on the 420 stage. I get to really do my thing. That's a W for me. I'll go back and listen to my album because that's great things that I'm doing. And the week before that, Two weeks before that, I was in the worst position I've ever been. You feel me? My car broke down. I still don't have my car. Like, I I was struggling. But I kept going. I kept working. You feel me? My homies were struggling. But they kept going. They kept working. Now, all of them is doing good. All of us is doing good. So everybody around me, bro, in every essence of every way, no matter what, we doing great things. And that's how I feel about the album, yo. From the time that I got here to the time that it dropped, bro, Everything I did to make that album, every struggle that I went through, every time that I was down, it did not stop me from being great. And nothing gonna ever stop me. Nothing gonna ever stop me or anybody around me from being great. We could go ahead and just cut the cameras now. I know, right? I was <laughs> we like, could man, just stop that's, now. That's, that was inspirational, man. Nah, but that's what's up. Well, let's talk about some of the great things you did on the album musically. I really wanna, I really wanna break it down. Key, what did you like about the album? Man, like, like I was kind of saying earlier, I just. Like the feel of the album, you know what I'm saying? It just, hold on, let me just bring it up real quick because I got to look at the, some of the song titles. I like the feel of the album. I like how, like, you know, you say you, you study, you know, California culture and, like, I feel like you perfected it in this album. It was really nice. Uh, that NorCal to, uh, and NC. Uh, rolling up a bowl, leaf clover, I got hella luck. Hey, how my back, but in my face, they show me hella love. Stay around them FFMBs, that be hella. My favorite one. Last uh, song on there, right? Yeah, that's the last song on the album or the EP, my bad. <laughs> that one with Nate Curry. That's a vibe. Mission, 
Slideshow. Slideshow. That one go crazy. It's slideshow. Spinning in that wind and we slide. I'm a North Carolina nigga though. I just like Cali. Niggas acting ho like an extra apple peak valley. Sliding in that whip, spin a block. Uh, we rally, bounce that ass out like hydraulic. Like it's it's just it's just a crazy album. Yeah, and something I like. Um, I think we was talking about this a little bit before the cameras were on. I kind of just like how I feel like the album feels. I mean, we don't know you like that, but the album it feels believable. It feels like it's you. You know what I mean? It seems like you know you're you're making like turn up music to a degree, but like you said, with the message in there, and it's also it doesn't feel like you're putting out whatever message you need to put out. You know, to get on, it feels like it's an extension of your personality. It feels like you're letting us in while also still you know having fun. You know, putting your you know lyrical dexterity on display, all that. So, can you kind of just talk about like how you wanna, like how you wanna be portrayed with your music and you know authenticity and music and things like that? I what I'm learning now in my career as an artist is that people gonna portray me the way they wanna portray me. So I don't wanna be portrayed in a specific way. If I wanna do anything for with my music, uh, the people. <clears throat> that portray me in the sense of helping them yeah that's what i want for them people that don't like it don't gotta like it you feel me people right. that it's not for them because it's not for everybody it does not have to be for you you feel me but for the people that that feel some type of way when they hear it that it helps them get through their day for the people that um you know just hearing my music gives them some type of confidence seeing me do what i do for those people, that's all I want for them. You feel me? I can never make anything with this music shit. This is like a million to one chance for me to ever be on the level of Jay Z. For me to ever be on it. For me to ever be on the level of even Mick Mill. You feel me? Not saying that Mick Mill is not on a higher level. <laughs> no diss to Mick Mill. I love you. Still want that feature. But <laughs> to to be at a high like A list, B list, C list celebrity status with this music shit is slim to motherfucking none at all. Excuse my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to cut some podcasts. And but we, we, we passed the we passed the deep end already. <laughs> might as well keep going. See, you all good. It's I'm sorry. <laughs> it's slim to none at all. So I stopped trying to do this to be portrayed or to do this to be famous or to do this to be looked at in any certain way. And I just started doing this to heal me and everybody around me that needs to hear to hear it. Because at the end of the day, you know, your music gonna mean something if it's you. Your music gonna mean something if you just do it to do it. If you do what you want and you do what you want to the best extent of you, it's gonna do something whether it does what you want or where it does what you need. Yeah, right. So that's how I feel about it. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I just wanted to talk about one song in particular, the song Basics. Because uh, to me, like, it felt like... Like you were like an older brother, you know, just trying to put like another little little homie on game, you know what I mean? And uh <laughs> you kinda of talk about like your process on making that song, you know, what went into making that and you know, how you feel about it. You was preaching. You was. <laughs> um I, I ain't gonna cat to you. I made that song on strums. I was <laughs> I was off the of eighth of strums and I feel like I didn't write that song, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like the song wrote you. Um not to get like sad or deep, but my older brother died um, two, three years ago. Yeah, I think two Sorry years in, two years ago because it was two years into me being here. Uh, he lived out in Texas because he was in the army, 
he ended up getting shot into his apartment in Texas. Damn. And when I needed somebody to talk to, that was the only person that I would go to because he was the only person that could get me right. right. He was the only person that would be honest with me and not just baby me or bully me. So when I wrote that song, it's funny that you say you sound like an older brother or somebody trying to put you on game because that's how I feel right. like that song was made from. I feel like that was my older brother talking to me. Right. Like, hey, little homie, you about to be somewhere in your life. You feel me? So I'm going to need you to, to keep your head on the swivel. Like, you know this. These are things that you know. Didn't nobody teach you this. You feel me? But these are things that you know. So I love when people hear the basics. Like, I used to announce the basic, basics on stage as, oh, this is a song for all of my artist friends. Anybody right. that's an artist going to feel this. But nah, that's a song for everybody. Right. Yeah. And lyrics that I'm saying in there, no matter you an artist or a regular nine-to-five worker, you're going to feel those lyrics. Yep. These are the basics in life. Continue doing what you're doing. Succeed and don't let none of this take you out. So when I wrote that song, bro, like hearing that song for me, performing that song for me, it's emotional every time because that is a conversation and one of the last real conversations I felt like I had with my older brother. Right. And I got to make it in music, which he loved my music. He loved everything I made. So, yeah, it's like having a feature for my older brother through me. I love that. <clears throat> That's yeah. deep. And I like the fact that, you know, you didn't, you didn't have a problem with like putting your core values on display there or your, you know, your core values, you know, your brother's core values, all that. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's in a way it's a, you know, it's a brave thing to do to, you know, tell people, you know, what they, like, what they ought to be doing and what they ought to be sticking to. People can listen to the song and take from it what they want to, Facts. but you know, I feel like some people try to avoid any type of, you know, well, I'm telling you what to do with my music. I just, I just make music for me. I feel like it's always brave when artists, you know, strive to make music that everybody can really, you know, listen to and maybe take some, like, I might need to write that down. Like, not always just something that, you feel me, slaps, and then, you know, you go home, like, it was fun, I got I got my shit off. Facts. Something that people can take away with and take well, away from I and sit like, with. Bro, I feel like the basics is more of a guide than yeah. be, like, yeah. pointing in your face, like, hey, nigga, <laughs> these are the basics. You know, it's like, look, bro, if you don't know where to start, this is here for you. Yep. So it's like you can make your choice whether to follow these rules or not. But these are my experiences. This is what you need to do or what going to help you further if you do it. But that's up to you. Yeah. This is the guide. You take the choice to read the book. I like that. Right on. And talking about some more of the things about the that we like about the album – so I like that there's some features on here, cause you know a lot of you know a lot of upcoming oh, artists tight features on there. <laughs> yeah, you really do, and a lot of upcoming artists. You know when it's they, I mean it was your first it was your first project in New City four years in the making, right? Sometimes people just I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna put me out there, Thanks. but I like that you have the uh, features because it shows that you can play off different artists on different type of songs. It shows your versatility, everything you're trying to say about you know being a you know, multi-layered artists and all that, I feel like the features, they validate that. You, you know, know what I mean? the best part about those features? What's that? It was different for those artists, too. Yeah. Yeah. Each feature was different for each one of those artists, too. thing I love about making music with uh, other artists, I never go off of, okay, well, this is the song that I made or this is the style that you're on. Hey, man, let's do whatever. 
whatever you want, bro. Like, Whereabouts with Kita started off as a smooth R&B song to mm -hmm. what it is now. Sims was just some weird beat that Space was making in his um, in his in his studio one day, mm -hmm. and then I sent it to Nate Curry. Nate Curry was like, "I, I like this. I want to be on this." <laughs> um, slideshow. Uh, the second That's person, Ebar. Ebar is my producer from back home. We both from the same place. Ebar is like one of the reasons that I'm here because he showed the label who I am. Okay. So Cali music was different for both of us. Even for Esquire, you know, that's something different from what he does if you listen to his music. Esquire Ali, hard, but that's different for him. So every feature on there, it was an experience, and we were all together when we made it, too. That's what I also like. Yeah. It was no feature that, except for Nate Curry, just because, and even Nate Curry, we were in the studio when we heard the beat and we worked on it together. Yeah. He just worked on it in a separate place. Yeah. But Every feature on there was something that we wanted to do and that we did together in collab. Even uh, Charm, like literally we were in the studio when we made uh, A-San. Mm -hmm. And, you know, her part was shorter than it is, or it was like shorter words than it is on the actual song, like the original. But she liked the song so much she went and wrote a longer part to it or okay. a more structured part to it. So I, I love that every collab on there not only wanted to be on there, but it was a it it's songs that they love too. Yeah. You know, we all equally love those songs and people notice those collabs. Yep. I you know, I think some artists get real jealous when it's like their song, but the collab is more noticeable. I mm -hmm. love it. I love when somebody hop on my song and everybody like, bro, who is this artist? Cause that's what collabs are for. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what they're for. You're supposed to be on my song so my fan base sees who you are. So it's like each one of those songs, anybody who hears those songs, I love that they talk about the person that's on it before they say, oh, and you were good too. Because yeah. it's like that's what they're for. Yeah, I want you to see these people. These are people that I work with every day. These are people whose music I listen to. They are on my playlist. So if I listen to them, why should not you? Yeah. Because you still reap the benefits because it made the it made the album better. It made the project Next, better. Not only do I get do they get my fan base, but I get theirs now. Yeah. You feel me? Because now their fans is listening to one thing I really love, Charm for sure. Shout out Charm. Every time she does a show and I'm there, we'll perform A Sign. She'll bring me up on stage to perform A Sign. Hers parts like uh eight bars. But that's still such a good song to her. She'll still bring me on stage to perform it with her. I love that. Yeah. I love that you love this song so much you were going to put it in your set and allow me to perform it with you. That is a blessing to me. Thank you. That is great. And speaking of which, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, you know, you've been out here for a few years now. You're to the point where, you know, you, you have folks you can collab with, folks you make good music with. I wanted to talk about your reception in Sacramento. Because you said, oh, well, I can never, no, you didn't say that you can never, but you said it's pretty hard. It's a needle in a haystack to get up to A tier, B tier, C tier artists. But locally though, you know what I mean? How, how's it going for you? How do you feel like you've been received in Sacramento? I think locally I'm, I'm a pretty known name. Yeah. Like I think I'm doing pretty good where I'm at. I could be a lot bigger, you feel me, of course, but we all could, Yeah. you feel me? I'm in my first five months of being here Anybody, the people that needed to know my name knew my name. Yeah. 
So in my four years of being here, I think I'm making bigger strides. I think I'm more well-known in this specific city than I am even in my own city for real. <laughs> so I love it. I show a lot of love to Sacramento because they show a lot of love to me since I moved here. Since I landed in Sacramento, it has not been an ounce of, you know, I, I didn't no, nah, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't see a lot of hate. I didn't see a lot of people, you know, treating me like I'm not as big as who I am. But not saying that like I'm a big entity, but it's like, show me some respect, nigga. I done put in my work. Right. But um I think being here in Sacramento, I think my name has really blossomed. I've made some core friends, some core fans. And I'm more big on the like support that I get more than people that just say they listen to my music or say that they fans. Yeah. And from what I've seen, the shows that I've thrown and the people that show up to them, it's it's a big support system that I have. So I love it. You know, I think it's great out here. Yeah. That's what's up. I think Sacramento is real, real good on just embracing folks. Yeah, I love that. I wish Sacramento would embrace itself more though i think that'd be my only problem because i love this city to death but yeah. i don't see a lot of love for it coming from the people that's here i agree and i also don't see a lot of love for the people that's here which is why i see why they don't like it here i agree but <laughs> i i love that i'm being embraced i love that i'm a popular name here but there's so much talent that's right here in sacramento and there's so much here in sacramento that needs to be looked at more than i feel like i need to be looked at so yeah you know speaking about those artists is there anybody in sac that you haven't like collaborated with that you would like to collaborate with <laughs> so many yeah. so many people <laughs> god um hey <sighs> He's like, let me look at my list. I got a list. I got a list. No cap. He's like, he's like, I was finna hit up all these folks. For the you next want my project. male? You want my uh my men list or my women list? Both. Everybody. <laughs> all right. So top on my uh my women list. Let me look at it right now. Oh, man, so I got a list. I love it. <laughs> I do. I, bro, anybody ask me, what artist should I be listening to here? here here's the one. Here's the list. <laughs> Screenshots. All right, up. top on my women list right now, Kayla AK, dope rapper. Um, hold on. MF Ebb, she go crazy. Uh, Kilo, Kilo go crazy. Uh, Get It Indie. Love Get It Indie. She just dropped a music video, and that's going crazy, bro. All of her music videos are extravagant. Her music is extravagant. Her shows is extravagant. Shout out her. Southside Kai, she on the okay. underground right now, but she coming up. She go crazy. Um, Freezy, she an artist that's out in the Bay right now, but she be out here. Uh, Hayla V, she's only like, I think, 18, 19. Killing it. She go crazy. Nick, bro, <laughs> she rap better than any grown man i ever seen. Okay. Out here. When I tell you y'all need to get before I move on, hey Lavia, <laughs> shout out to her. Cause that I I love supporting the youth more than I love supporting anything. And for her to be as talented as she is, to be as young as she is, it's crazy. She's got charisma, she got talent, she she's a good person. Like she's hella respectful. I've seen her at a couple of shows. She always show love. Hey Lavia is dope. So those are the artists that I would really work with. Um on the female side, uh, on the male side, we have Rocco Venardo, man. I don't know if y'all heard of him, but he coming up. He go crazy. Uh, Beat Nick Scum. Yeah. 
Jakari Smith, crazy. E.G. the Beats, E.G. the Beats. Even though we already got songs together, uh, Stephen Pierce. <laughs> I got one more for you, bro. Um, bro, Cam One, Heezy Two Point bro. There's so many C plus. I can go all day. Yeah, I I can go all day. There's so many artists in the city that I'm just like. <laughs> well, look. Why we don't got a track together, bro? Screenshot them all, send them to us. We got our whole, we got the episodes lined up for the I rest. Got, right. I got, I got a screenshot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, just I'll this. send you the whole list. I'm like, shoot, we gonna have to have a lot of them on here. We gonna be booking this summer. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, messing with me, bro. <laughs> I got it all mapped out, bro. But I also throw shows and stuff like that. So it's like that's why I always try to keep a good list of artists because yeah. it's like they gonna sound good for this. They gonna mm -hmm. sound good for this. They and then you can keep it fresh too. <laughs> it's not just like if I throw a show, it's like here's so and so again. Yeah, on you guy. Know, if you've been once, you've be been every time. Every time I'm adding. out, I, yeah. I find somebody new to work with. Yeah, that's good. I got a question. I got a little switch up for you. What's up? All right, so. This is something, this is a little uh, keys in D minor tradition right here. Usually we do it at the beginning, but, you know, we was able to get right to it. We call it an icebreaker, but it's almost towards the end of the pot. I'm just going to ask you anyway, because I want to get a, a sense of what your musical taste is. So if you were on a deserted island and could only listen to one album and you stuck there, you're not getting back. There's no boat. There's no way home. What's that album? Lance Skywalker, Introverted Listener. Love it. He's like, finally, something I can agree with. <laughs> I feel this ten like times. being on a stranded island with that album, which is fit the whole step of the yeah. island. <laughs> you like, like you here? just walk around, roses blue. Hell <laughs> are you? Yeah, that that, that Stockholm go crazy too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Just yeah, I love that's, that's a great. That's a great answer. <laughs> he said, finally. He, had, he tried to scrap this segment in between seasons. I said, nope, we're bringing it back. All right. But, um, yeah, and so then kind of in that vein, then, who are your musical inspirations? Um, Andre 3000, of course, and Big Boy. All, all of Outkast. I mm -hmm. can't separate the two. Shout out to Big Boy Respect because people do try to Bro, split them up. people try to really you know? skip Big Boy, and I ain't going to cap. Niggas sound more like Big Boy than they will ever sound like Andre. Because right. Andre won a one, and that's and that don't make big, well big boy. Not is even too. that. It's just big boy set the tone for hip hop, where Andre three thousand just set up the melody. Yeah. So if you if we talking about real rappers that made a way, everybody say Andre three thousand just because he was the biggest part of Outkast, but they don't understand that big boy worked on the beats. Right. Yeah. Big boy worked on the production. Big boy worked on the way the sound was going. You feel me? Yeah. So, let Andre. Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Andre 3000 was like the whole form. He was the melody. He was yeah. like the creative format to push that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what made, what Big Boy would be, if Big Boy by himself, which, yeah, Big Boy by himself, if you listen to Sir Lucius Left Foot or any of his like sophomore and senior albums, mm -hmm. by himself, it's just funkadelic hip hop music. Yeah. yeah. Andre 3000 brought the creativity into it that turned it to something completely different different yeah right you feel me so i don't think there could have been one without the other especially at the time yeah definitely but um yeah so big boy andre 3000 i'm a really big Lil wayne fan oh man always been a big little way carter six coming soon carter <laughs> six coming soon hopefully, hopefully it's right. fire um <laughs> you gonna drop a song uh, for the wait too my top five go outcast Lil wayne Smino. Okay. Smino is dope. Fucking love Smino. Um Lil John. Okay. 
ad lib king. Say I'm wrong. Name <laughs> one rapper that's got a better ad lib than Lil Jon. Everybody always looking at me weird when I say Lil Jon, but it's like, can we admit that some songs are made by the ad libs? Nah, yeah. Lil Jon is up there as far as ad libs. Who started the ad lib gang for real? <laughs> This nigga was making checks to say, okay, in songs, and that's it. So he said he walks so Migos can run with the ad-libs? Yes. Lil John and N.T. Payne. Let's respect, let's respect Migos ad-libs, though. They, I respect they Migos they ad-libs, but there's always a start. Yeah. You feel me? Be I Genesis. respect, you know, NBA Youngboy and everybody else that does uh, the music nowadays. But we I'm all got to give grace to T-Pain yeah. for starting the whole auto-tune music wave. So out of them inspirations, if you can make a song with just one of them, one of them, one of them, uh, Andre three thousand, yeah, or T Pain, sure. if I had to choose, definitely. Why them specifically? I mean, okay. Andre three thousand raised me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said three K. He said that's the answer. <laughs> and that's then T Pain is just to have an all around like starting legend like that on a song would mean more to me than to anything to yeah. be honest and then to be in a studio with t-pain bro i don't know if you watch this dude's podcast but he's hilarious i would love no, to he's oh yeah definitely a day with t-pain did it's you see it. the t-pain and little john versus <sighs> peak comedy and peak music at the same time <laughs> <laughs> yeah man great guys great guys all right well yums tell us a little bit about what you got on the way hey, what can man. we expect Good summer, great year EP coming this summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, big shows coming this summer, man. Big young stuff coming this summer. We doing great things, man. Got music videos dropping soon. New ghetto wonder twins. Shout out Zay the Prophet. We coming this summer. <laughs> man, it's just going to be great. Uh, uh it's going to be a good summer, y'all. So just be looking out for me. Follow me everywhere. Maybe I'm Yums. You know, check out my music, of course. And, uh, you know, be great. Be love yourself today. If you're depressed, get out of bed and get out of that sadness. Just go do your thing. Love you. And uh, where can we find your music? Man, everywhere. You know, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. You feel me? SoundCloud, whatever Deezer is. Uh, whatever <laughs> Deezer is, <laughs> y'all know what Deezer is because I, I don't know. I don't, but, I, but people say I'm it. on Tadell. You can catch me in your TikTok sounds, your Instagram reels. Um, you know, everywhere you listen to music, Peter, <laughs> promise you. Right on, Williams. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Up. Appreciate it, brother. Fans, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. This has been another episode of Keys in D Minor. Peace. Show them love even when they ain't showing you ease. Best revenge is separation and finding your peace. You can match what they own, but your pain it won't leave. And finally, do you and learn the lessons the way that you need to. Lean on yourself, but only lean on your real people. And have fun in them shadows, don't succumb to them evils. There's light, there's love, and there's somebody that needs you. And when all else fails, and you feel like you're drowning and you down in this hell, remember that you can fall, but stand the fuck up as well. We can cry and take L's, but we ain't never gonna fail, and that's the basics, nigga.